What's up, y'all, and welcome into the Jack Vita Show. I'm coming to you live from Nashville at an Airbnb here. As you guys can see, I'm not in my normal studio. I am with my best friend, best, <laughs> best friend, Stephanie LaGrosa Kendrick. Welcome to the show. I am so lucky. I'm the luckiest girl in the world, Jack, <laughs> to be your best friend. Thank you. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. It's great to be back. It's the it's the Jack and Stephanie show. Uh, so glad to have you guys join us once again. We're recapping the ninth episode of The Traders today. And our good friend, good friend. Another Sandra. really good friend. Another Sandra. really good friend. <laughs> <laughs> I've never met her before, but she's my good friend. Sandra Diaz-Twine joining the show in about a half hour. So uh, we're going to get Sandra's take on everything. The two-time winner of Survivor. That's right. She's been doing really well on this show, and she's going to have a lot of insights. Before that, Steph and I are going to recap this episode. We're going to talk all things traders. Before we do that, I'm just going to ask you guys to subscribe to this channel if you guys are liking the content. A lot of you guys are not subscribed, so please hit subscribe and leave us a comment because next week it's just going to be me and Steph. So I'd love to do a little more of a listener uh, question segment there at the end of that show. So if you guys got questions for Stephanie or me or for both of us on the traders, uh, Steph's questions for Steph about Survivor, we'll take those questions. So please leave them here in the comments and smash that like button. Follow Steph on Instagram. She's going live uh, soon. So her Instagram is at Steph underscore LaGrosa underscore Kendrick. That's the unfiltered bonus content from the Jack Vita show. Steph's going to do some lives. All right, Steph, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Uh, Are you ready to talk some traders? I'm ready. I watched (laughs) the episode last night. Um, I have my notes, and I'm ready to get to it. (laughs) Perfect. So I guess we can just go chronologically today. We'll try doing that because we've done a different... Different couple formats. Sometimes we go chronologically. Sometimes we yes. just jump all over the place. But we're going to yeah. recap this episode uh, okay. in order of events. So we'll start. Kate uh, goes into the dungeon. And this was really... Okay. So I've been a little critical of some format stuff with the traders. How about the fact that the traders get to add a number and then murder somebody? What's up with that? So I thought about that last night and then I was like, oh, God, wait, they still get to murder. So but here was the thing. Kate was given an ultimatum. You accept being a traitor or she murders you, which is stupid. Duh. Obviously, she's going to accept, which Kate was pissed about. And like you can see, she's visibly pissed about that because Kate doesn't like being given an ultimatum. Kate wants to make her own decision. Anyway, she accepts to be a traitor. So then they do get to murder. But had she said no. There would have been your murder. But yeah, they did a double. They got a double there because I guess they saved Parvati that one time. So it's all about production. It's all so, so basically out. you save a trader and then you get to add a trader and then you get to murder a faithful. Well, that's real fair, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, the traders definitely have a leg up and it's continuing to go that way. But here's what I want to know. So this is episode nine. How many episodes are there? Eleven? Eleven, yeah. And then okay, we got so finale trying... is 12. Or 12 is, sorry, 12 is reunion. Yeah, so there's 11 episodes. Reunion doesn't count. Um, yeah. Okay. So how, 
I don't see the numbers, how this is going to, they're going to get rid of four more people in the next, in 10 and 11, and 11 is going to be a two hour probably. And then there will be, that'll be four gone. Am I doing the math right? And then there's going to be like three in the final, maybe two. How many people are left? Nine people left. So they're going to, we're going to have, we had a cliffhanger here, which we'll talk about later. So this, the next episode will start, we'll end up having eight people. Eight. Yeah. Then they'll have a murder, and then there'll be a banishment. So then you'll then have murder, six. And a banishment, and there's going to be... Final four for the last yeah. episode. If, if in fact, we do have a banishment and a murder in the next episode. Because now we've broken the rules. We can do whatever we want now. Sometimes we yep. don't cur- murder anybody. Sometimes we don't banish anybody. Sometimes, sometimes... we add extra traitors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I heard along the lines, which is interesting. So Kate gets recruited, obviously accepts because she doesn't want to be murdered. You know, she's not ready to quit yet, like she was on my season. And she then says in the turb, what the heck is it called? The turret. I've never been there. Turret. Tur- turret. The turret. The turret. Would you like to go there? Yeah, actually, I would, because the traders <laughs> totally have a leg up. I mean, it's like ridiculous. And I think I would be a lot better at it than Kate, because we will discuss, but she is a horrible liar. I thought I was bad. She she actually takes the cake. Um, but she says, like, so how many traders were there originally and who got recruited? So they really do think there's more than three. She can't believe that there was only three, like is what she alludes to. She says in the turret where I've never been. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard. I think I've heard made. I've heard mention of this, and then you know, I just started interview Bergie here. Unfortunately, Steph wasn't able to make it that day. But Bergie, I sent him your regards. Good friend. Oh, thank you. Of both thank of you. ours. You know, I, Jack, I just I'm so glad that you become such good friends with everybody you have <laughs> on your show. Seriously, your friend Rolodex must be like astronomical. <laughs> I'm cracking up. Uh, so, you would Bergie, be terrible on reality TV because you would think everybody's your friend and you would not be able to cut throats at all, by the way. Just <laughs> saying that. I want to be awesome at it because I make I make good relationships with people. You can't go to the end with everybody. You would be the first <laughs> to go because they would be like, this guy's way too nice and he thinks everybody's his friend and he's got to go. <laughs> I think I'd be great at reality TV. Bergie said that uh, he thought that there were, I believe he said that he thought that there were four traders as well. I think that was he the did? common belief okay. within the castle. Or maybe yeah. he thought there were more. I think a lot of people thought that there were four. I think Janelle has said that. So yeah. I think that, right. I, yeah. I wonder where they got four from because they told us there could be up to five on our season. I wonder if they told them they could be up to four, but let's ask Sandra that when she gets on. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one for Sandra. So, Kate is kind of floored by Phaedra because she's the first thing Phaedra says is like, yeah, what's our strategy going forward? And Kate's like, you've been a traitor for nine episodes. You tell me I'm the newbie. Like, why are you asking me this? That is so funny. Kate is like pissed. She's like, are you kidding me? She doesn't know what the hell she's doing. She recruits me and expects me to come up with a plan. Oh, my gosh. That was hysterical. (laughs) But she really doesn't have, I guess, a strategy. Or at least that's what they show, right? And I love Phaedra, but I feel like now is the time where we're starting to see the difference between gamers versus Bravo type people, personalities. I think, do you know what I mean? I think we're, yeah. And that's where, you know, at the start of us doing this weekly recap, we created these two awards. 
the Rachel Riley Award for Best Faithful and the Sari Fields Award for the Best Trader. And we haven't right. given out a Sari Fields Award in weeks because, quite frankly, I don't think any of these traders are playing the game anywhere close to the, at the level of Sari. And I think we're starting to see that with Phaedra in this episode. Yeah, it's almost like it's a lot of luck with Phaedra because she just happens to have the Bravos on her side. Um, but it's not really a strategic move, if you will. Like, Sari was very strategic. She pulled in Andy and Quinn, who aren't even gamers, and were basically clueless. Once well, Sari also had the target of, we think, you know, there are a lot of people on your season and this season as well saying, we think that someone who's a traitor is someone who's been capable of lying and deceiving on TV before in one of these cutthroat games. Sari made her money doing that on four different seasons of Survivor. She's one of the greats, and she still was able to overcome that. And then you've got someone like Phaedra where they're not realistically, they are not suspecting someone. I mean, and look, like, here's the thing. Like, I know in the comments, we got a lot of fans of the Bravo shows and we're not hating on the Bravo shows or anything like that. I'm just asking you guys to look at this critically and objectively and listen to what some of these people like Bergie are saying when they're coming off the show. And they're talking about how they're all suspecting people like Dan and Sandra and Parvati and Trishel and CT as the type of people that are capable of being traders because they're coming from this world of competition shows and no one has these housewives and these Bravo people on their radar because they don't have a history of doing that. Right. That's another good question. I'm going to ask Sandra because Sandra is a gamer and I'm finding it hard to believe she does not suspect Phaedra at all. So I'm going to ask her that. But anyway, Phaedra doesn't seem to have any sort of strategy. She says to Kate, you know, so what do you want to do? And Kate is completely and totally annoyed that she would even have the <laughs> audacity to even ask a brand new trader that. Um, and after throwing Trishelle out there, throwing Kevin out there, it ends up being Kevin. Thank God, because Trishel actually is amazing. Like, she's smart. She's playing the game. I mean, they probably should have got rid of Trishel, to be honest. But <laughs> she's sticking around. So from a viewer standpoint, I am so grateful. Kevin, and bless his heart, and I don't know him from Adam, I don't even, I didn't even realize he was missing. <laughs> well, Bergie said that he thought Kevin may have been a traitor because of how, like, his game theories were just so ridiculous. They didn't make sense. I think he... He was similar to Quentin or like where he's throwing so much stuff out there and he's just right. not vibing right. with what's happening. So kinda he's like, like kind of like Christian too. Right. Like he was all over the right. place, but wasn't he loyal at least to the most faithful, of the faithful? He was, he was, Bergie was weird. was like suspicion of suspicious of him, but yeah. they, you know, he was in the group. They, they used his vote and they needed the votes. They didn't have yeah. enough, unfortunately for them. They do decide that they're going to have to murder somebody from this group. I believe that they keep Peter around because they figured out this idea that we could use Peter as a potential traitor target because he looks suspicious working with Parvati. We can spin that and use that against him in the next banishment, which they do later. Um, and they, for whatever reason, they decide to murder Kevin instead of Trishel, which, by the way, Trishel had a shield, so if I they know. had murdered Trishel... That would have been awesome. It would have been blocked. It would have been blocked for the second time. So I think they were probably thinking that Kevin was the safest bet 
Although I do kind of wonder, did they get some kind of leak there? How did they, because I would think that Trishel would be the person you'd want to murder here. So why did they, yeah. did they think she had a shield for some reason? Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to ask Sandra that. Why Kevin, not Trishel, because she is on to them. Um, hmm. So that is interesting. And I'm sorry that I missed Bergie's interview, by the way. I would have loved to have met him and become his best friend as well. <laughs> I'll become his best friend on the cruise. I'll yeah, you guys are going to have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are, he, actually, you know who his real best friend is? Who? Janelle. Him and Janelle yeah, are tight. They're really yeah. Close. yeah, I can see that. They do, they're do. they doing a lot of press together. Yeah. They, yeah. He told me, he's like, we got an event in Chicago in a few weeks. You want to come oh, out? Good. And I'm like, I'll be, I'll be in Arizona. Sorry, but that'd be fun. Maybe another time. That's awesome. Good for them. Yeah, yeah. I see that. They do a lot together. I can see on her Instagram, she updates a lot of stuff. With yeah, him. so he's super sweet. Awesome guy. Great interview with Bergie, guys. Check it out if you haven't. We hope to have some more of those kind of interviews uh, as the season runs winds down here. Uh, people can have a little more. There's a little more that they can say once they're off the show, and especially when the show ends. But then we get to breakfast, and uh, Kate is acting super shady. I she just like. I don't know what happened. I was not expecting that. And it's funny. I think back to my season and she was almost so like loud and like almost obnoxious. Like she was a traitor to the faithfuls. What she's calling Peter, you know, basically that was her on season one. And I kept saying like, she's got to be a traitor. There's got to be, you know, a female celebrity type. Cause I was trying to protect Suri and Kyle Cook was like, no, that's just her personality. And I was like, well, then she's a really sh um, and Stuff. Oh. <laughs> Is that a word I can't say? Oh, whoops. Sorry to make, sorry to make you do extra work, Jack. Um, so now, thinking back, I'm like, oh, gosh, she was like, she really was a faithful shot. That was just her personality. Like, now she's totally obvious. I feel like. And MJ is brilliant to call her out right away. Like right at breakfast, she's like, something with your face. And Sari did that to me on Snake in the Grass immediately when he announced the game. She was like, there's something about your face. Because if you're not a good liar, you can tell almost immediately. Like that is a very hard trait to be good at, I think. Um, and she is like a mess at breakfast. Like I cannot believe how... <laughs> What a mess she is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do want to give you a little bit of credit because part of Snake in the Grass was that you had the added anxiety of playing with Suri. You knew Suri that, was going to be, a, yeah. That was the whole thing. Yeah. Because when they win a clue, it's a clue about the person who the snake is and their personal life. Suri knows me and my personal life. So immediately I was like, oh gosh, they cannot win any challenges and get a clue. Suri's going to know right away. So that was my, why I was fully a mess. Like if I was in the game of traders and got recruited and became, I think I would play it way more cool than Kate. I don't know. Maybe that's just editing. I wonder, like, I cannot believe she got like that. She doesn't say a word the whole episode, hardly, except in her interviews, but she barely speaks. Yeah. She had a really like, she looked stoned was like the yeah. way she looked at breakfast. It was very yeah. strange. And MJ calls her out in front of everybody and it, it seems like MJ might turn into a major player on the season. And we got to give MJ credit here. 
Yeah, I'm secretly hoping MJ, you know, we'll get to it at the end, but she's the reason that the vote goes the right way. But I don't think it's happening yet. But I think it comes into play later. But Kate does say, this is why I don't smoke pot, because I'm way too paranoid. <laughs> and she looked like she was smoking pot. <laughs> she really did at breakfast. And and I crack up because Phaedra, you can tell, whenever she's nervous, she eats. So every single breakfast, when it starts getting <laughs> like heated, Seriously, she's like, ooh, can you pass me the salmon? Ooh, this salmon looks good. Like, you can tell she's starting to get nervous, so she's just going to go for the food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So funny. But, you know, Kate with her one-liners again. Peter's put the dick in dictator. <laughs> and Peter oh, comes my. in, and before that, Kate and Sandra are talking about they think Peter's a traitor, and I think CT ends up coming in, and he sort of joins in on that, which ends up leading to a scene in a few minutes later where Peter and CT have this conversation, and CT is fully convinced that Peter's a traitor. And you know what? I want to say, like, on this topic, Peter is really a scrappy player. Like, I think he'd be a very good survivor, a big brother player, because he seems to, like, find a way when he's cornered to somehow persuade people it might not fully work in this in this episode but ct ends up coming around and going from like he's fully convinced that peter's a traitor to now he's voting to save peter yeah he plays it really good he plays it he's calm he's collected he's not emotional um it's almost like he's played these games before and he really hasn't because he's only been on the bachelor so I think he does a great job. I don't know what all the crap talk is about Peter. I actually really like Peter. I think he's playing a fantastic game. Um, I think he must have come off arrogant or like he's the best faithful in the world or something on the show that turned people off. Because like they can't stand him. Kate can't stand him. Sandra kind of can't stand him. CT was against him a little bit. Um, and then, of course, all the Bravos are like against him. So... I wonder if he just came off a little too, too confident. I think you know he's I mean? like, yeah, I feel like a good comparison is like, he's, he's one of these baseball players who he hits a home run and he just chucks his bat up in the air. I think that's kind of like, he's, he's a showman and you either love the showman or you hate the showman. And if he's a, if you're opposed to him, obviously Parvati yeah. didn't like him cause he was going after Parvati and Phaser well, doesn't right. like him. And, I think, you know, Phaedra's got a lot of sway with that Bravo crew. So, you know, I that that group obviously is not going to like Peter. I, I don't see that that much in him, though. He does not seem that arrogant. He no, I don't, I don't think so. That's what they're point. saying he's like. Oh, OK. So they're saying he's like, they're saying like that. Like, I think like Parvati was really upset. She was talking about when he would come into breakfast and, and sort of be like, yeah, my plan worked like checkmate. Right. How about that? Right. So there well, is some of that. He was, he was very proud of that plan and that plan did work. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, it was great. And then, and then I guess the whole meeting five, five of them or whatever. And it's like, can you give us a minute? Can you get out of the room? I think yeah. that would probably turn a lot of people off if you weren't and in that circle. You, that's the thing where you have to have numbers at the end of the day. You have right. got to be in the majority. You cannot win a yes. show like this in the minority. So we got about 10 yeah. minutes before Sandra gets in. So yeah. let's touch on the challenge because this was a big time challenge. Mm -hmm. um, and it'll be fun to talk, ask Sandra about it. But 
This was cool. I think you would have loved this challenge if they did I this on your season. Was like, are they serious? Like, is it that hard? I, this is coming or, from the woman who banged out like five or five targets on Oolong when you guys was, had that shooting challenge. But it was a different, I get it. Like this was a machine gun that you had to line yeah. up and press a button. And this was like a bow and arrow you had to put something in. But I mean, they, and that was edited. They missed, that must've been like a two hour challenge. Like they've missed, they yeah. missed every target multiple times. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, it can't be that hard. Like guys, come on. And you've got to shoot lower then because it moves when it triggers. And I don't even know. I'm not a hunter. I don't have a gun. I have never shot a gun. Like you should just know it's going to jerk. Right. So right. like aim lower. <laughs> well, I, and I have shot a gun and that's, that's what you got to do. Um, so uh, you even know that and you haven't shot a gun. Um, right. I think that to your point, you kind of have to think about the people that are left. And I mean, like if Johnny Bananas is still there and if Dan and if Rachel's there and you're there, like there are these are the people that are left aside from CT aren't like competition beasts. Now, Trishel's been great in the competitions. Yeah. CT's like she got really off CT. I was like, they're definitely going to get it. Maybe Sandra. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? Why is this taking so long? Yeah. I thought maybe it was rigged. <laughs> I was like, are they really not going to hit a target? Like, is this challenge ever going to end? We need to ask Sandra if it's really that hard. Phaedra gave a lot away in this episode. And you know what I liked mm -hmm. about this? This was kind of like a similar dynamic to two weeks ago. That the It wasn't a challenge, but instead of the banishment, we had the, like, team building exercise where they light each other's torches. That's what I call it, because I just I thought it was kind of silly. But... Um, the, well, the good thing with that challenge is it gives you an idea of where do people stand. Well, this is an actual challenge where they're doing that. They've done this on Survivor. So this is going to be a giveaway of who's targeting who. And yes. they end up doing some kind of system where they're like, okay, we're all going to kind of shoot at the same targets because we're going to try to make money. Obviously, you're not going to shoot at your own targets. So you're not, you're going to aim at somebody else's. And all of a sudden, Phaedra just like does a dead giveaway and says... Like, she just decides, I'm going to start firing at Trishel's. Yeah. Total. That just told the tale completely. And I absolutely loved that CT spelled it out and didn't even spell it out. He drew it out and was like, you know. Yeah, he I did. Just, literally. I Literally. On the chalkboard, which was smart. And he was like, I basically was saying, I'm Team Phaedra all the way. But you just did this. Changed the whole plan. And that was a dead giveaway. That is like traitor behavior. And that was perfect. And I think that right there got a lot of heads spinning and wheels turning. And I think the people that aren't in that tight with the Bravos, like an MJ, maybe something will connect there. I don't know. I was thinking he was going to sway Sandra with that. Yeah. I, you know, because Sandra is a very logical person. And although she seems very faithful to Sandra and that crew, Sandra plays a game and Sandra's yeah. there to win. And she is a faithful. And if a traitor's left in the end, she's going to lose. So I was thinking to myself, oh, wow, Sandra might, she might flip now. Well, Steph, it looks like our guest and woman of the hour 
is here and ready to join us. So why don't you want to give a nice little warm introduction for who's joining us here? I am so excited to welcome the queen of Survivor, the truest queen of Survivor, and one of my OGs, Sandra. Sandra, welcome to the show. Look, and Stephanie, I'm wearing oh, a shirt. Omar sent it to me. So, I love it. Who, who sent it? Omar. Give uh, Omar. You know Omar. I love I that. Say. Yes, and I love him. So. I lo Aw. See, told you guys, she's the queen. Here she is. She's the queen. Thank you for inviting me um, because Jack could have sent me a thousand messages and I would have never responded. <laughs> so the only reason I'm here, let's be real, <laughs> Stephanie sent the invite. Uh, well, hey, thank you for coming on and talking to us. I know you are so busy. You are one of the stars of this Traders too. I'm loving watching you. And we have a million questions for you. So thank you for coming on. All right. So uh, give them to me. I'm ready. All right. All right. Ahead, first Jack. thing. First things first, Sandra, when was the first time that you remember meeting Stephanie? On oh. Heroes versus Villains. And On it was brief. Of, of Heroes versus Villains because um, I don't know that we did any charity events together before then, Stephanie. Did I no, do? As a matter of fact, the only people I knew when I did Heroes versus Villains was Rupert and I didn't know anyone else. I didn't know anyone else, not Courtney, not Boston Rob, anybody just saw them on TV. Okay. Cause that's what I, I didn't know if I did an event with you down in somewhere in Florida, I had just gone through a divorce and I cannot remember. It was like a time in my life. I don't even like really remember. I have a terrible memory anyway, but I just, I couldn't remember. I'm like, was Sandra there? And it was like, I would have kind of hung with you in passing or I'm like, was that something after Heroes Villains? So, okay, we met Heroes Villains for the first time ever, right? And I was there for like five seconds. So we didn't even really get to meet each other until after when we hung out. Exactly. That's but right. Yeah, was the event Coco Beach? Could it have been? Yeah. That? Weren't you, you know, a Coco Beach? I did that for like four years. So I, I went once and Big Tom was there. Gosh, I, I've even roomed with Big Tom, actually, but I don't remember where. <laughs> you see? Like, like, we're good at Survivor, but we don't have good memories. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Like, I've met a lot of people along the way, but I can't sit here. But I just know that I always said when people said, who did you know from Heroes and Villains before playing the game? And it was like, just Rupert. And yeah. he ended up on the other tribe. Right. Yep. And then yeah. we didn't even get to converse much because mm -hmm. I was gone, like, day six. So it's been a while. It has. But the older we get, the better. That's right. That's right. <laughs> older and wiser. Mm -hmm. All right. And what other questions, Jeff? Not Yeah, traders. so we're, oh, not traders? Or if you have any, I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, uh, let's do the traders. Let's talk some traders. So, all right. Um, all right. So, Sandra... We have so much that we want to talk about with you. First things first, let's just start with coming into this episode. Are you like locked in firmly with the Bravo group or are you sort of playing between both sides? I'd like to say I'm sort of playing both sides, especially when you look back at the episode where John feels that he can come and talk to me because I had an open door policy with everyone. Um, Peter and I had an alliance with Sheree from day one, but that kind of like fell through the wayside after Peppermint left because she was in that alliance as well. 
But for the most part, at this point in the game, I'm part of the leftovers and not part of the faithful of the most faithful, which Peter and Trishel and John and Kevin are the last members of, you know? Okay, so at, up until this point, though, do you really not suspect Phaedra at all? Or do you a little bit? I do suspect Phaedra, especially since Dan put it out there. Like when I go after someone, this is who it's going to be. Like that's the person you need to look out for. But at the same time, I'm with Phaedra. Mm -hmm. um, if Phaedra, and in my head and in a lot of people's heads, we're thinking there were four total traders. There were three okay. at the beginning mm -hmm. and one that got recruited. So we're thinking there's four. We already know Dan. We already know Parvati. We're thinking it's Phaedra, but who is this other fourth person? Okay. Um, so in my head, I'm thinking, okay. We know it's Phaedra, but Phaedra, I feel, is my friend. Phaedra checks in with me every day, all day. Why would I want to let Phaedra go? Why would I want Phaedra to be uh, banished? That's not good for my game because then who else is pulling the strings? Are they even on my side? So what are you thinking here? If Peter is the fourth and Phaedra might be one too, let's get rid of him first. And then you can circle back with Phaedra. Mm -hmm. Well, I felt like even if Peter wasn't a traitor, he was a horrible faithful because okay. why is he wanting to make a deal with Parvati? Got it. Got it. You know, and mm -hmm. from watching other franchises, the traitors do go after each other. So mm -hmm. could he be taking them out of the picture? Like for me, it's a sticky situation because then again, he's part of the faithful of the most faithfuls. He right. doesn't care if I'm here or not. So why should I care if he's here or not? whether he's a traitor or a faithful. Okay. Okay. So would you say that you at this point feel more confident that Phaedra is a traitor, but you'd rather uh, get out that fourth, that other traitor first? Yes. I actually, when I go into my confessionals, which is kind of weird that I'm not seeing, I coined this phrase, my traitor angel. I thought Dan was one of my traitor angels protecting me. Then Parvati was still in the game. I feel like she was one of my traitor angels protecting me. And now I feel that my only traitor angel left in this game at this point is Phaedra because I don't know who the other person is. But I will say this, watching the clip of me at the church and CT now coming back to the castle with so much doubt, I realized that I screwed up royally on episode nine because even as a faithful, you don't want there to be any suspicion on you. And CT listening to me say to Phaedra, take out Trishel, That's right. set me up for uh, what I believe is now like traitor behavior that I don't know, like that suspicion is upon me. You, you know what I'm saying? So we're looking for that fourth traitor. I'm looking outside. And they're looking inside. That's how I feel after watching that episode. But to go back to Phaedra, she was my traitor angel because I yeah. don't know who this fourth traitor is. I get that. Suri was that for me as well. I didn't say that term, but I know exactly what you're saying and how you feel. And I was the same way because, hey, listen, it's good to have somebody on the inside, too. Right. Yeah. She's, um, I don't feel like I'm threatened by her at all. No, no. she's going to keep you around. And she doesn't think you're going to, you know, nix her. So it's like the perfect thing. 
Okay. Well, that kind of answers a lot of questions, but they do show that. Then they do show you saying, let's go after Trishel. And once CT flips, now I worry they're going to want to come after you. And, and, and I was thinking about it today as well. I was like, man, we totally disregarded the fact that Trishel on several occasions was like, I've known CT for over 20 plus years. Totally forgot about that. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, when these people have these outside relationships that have spanned so long, anything that happens in the castle uh, is not so important as the relationships they've had for over 20 years. Nothing supersedes right. that, you know? And that left my, my brain for a split second. And then mm. it's me telling Phaedra, go after Trishel. Phaedra didn't even ask me for anything. I just simply looked and was like, take out Trishel. And you know why? Because CT was on the leftovers and I'm, I'm like, okay, uh, you know, like, let's make sure CT gets the shield. That was my thought process. Mm. But even wanting him, him to get the shield uh, destroyed his credibility. And he's like, for me, and he's like, Sandra and Phaedra traitors you know oh wow so now it starts making you look guilty yeah because as i see that episode yeah. i'm like oh my god he's sitting there even in the chair saying oh my god who do i tell this to right right and then he goes and tells trishel and trishel is smart she didn't pull a janelle trishel said okay we won't say anything about that right now right Let's now focus on phaedra yes he didn't yes. say dan poverty ct sandra Janelle called me out before, and now to CT, I'm looking guilty as hell. Right, right, right. Huh, okay. So, so Stephanie, hmm. is this similar to how you were, a little bit of how you felt when you were playing, where they weren't showing all of the confessionals, where maybe you had a little bit of suspicion on Sari, and you wanted Sari to try to protect you? Oh, they didn't show. There was so much they didn't show. I mean, I never admitted, though, until later, very late, late in the game. Like, I've known Sari as a traitor all along, but I've been trying to protect her because I think she's keeping me safe on the inside and I can do vice versa. And I did talk, like, two or three of the guys out of it because they were, like, adamant. They thought it was Sari. But, I mean, that's how it always is. You know, they edit what they – and they show what they want to show. We were on to Christian, like – Day one and two, same with Cody. They never showed that. They actually make the traders look like they're so smart. Do you feel like they're doing that on your season? Um, well, given given who the traders are, like we don't have a Christian in the in the turret. Like we have Phaedra, we have Parvati, we have Dan. Right. But right. they're still human and they've made mistakes along the way as mm -hmm. traders that I think could have changed the outcome of the game. Um, for instance, like I don't, and I and I have to do an interview with Dan later on today. But I think it was wrong of him to call out Phaedra. I just don't yeah, understand crazy. why he felt the need to throw her game under the bus because she nobody was even saying her name prior no. to him opening his mouth. And then Parvati did the same thing as well. Um, but I think her mistake was so. Dan's other mistake was trying to kill Bergie. Bergie was on borrowed time. And I think Parvati's mistake was to try to get Peter uh, to become a traitor. Hey, every time somebody got banished, I was like, I would love to be a traitor. Yeah. Um, 
But, you know, after talking to Phaedra, too, she had been burned by Dan the Gamer. She had been burned by Poverty the Gamer to where it was like she couldn't trust anyone else that was considered a gamer. Um, so that's so how she chose Kate. voice was Kate. So what do you think about Kate? Does Kate not look? Is that editing or she really like doesn't say a word? She looks so like nervous and like she, she looks totally paranoid. The only thing I saw about Kate that morning, the morning after she became a traitor was that her hair looked like she hadn't brushed it. But Kate is one of those people where she says a couple of things. They're hilarious. They're funny. Um, and then she's on about her business of, you know, smoke breaks, like all day long, smoke breaks, smoke breaks, okay. smoke breaks. So okay. I felt like in that situation too, that Kate was always with the group that smoked, which was CT and MJ and Trishel, like those are the smokers and Peter, you know, that's the clique that's always smoking. Everybody else doesn't smoke. Right. Um, so they're constantly in and out of the castle smoking um, and, and I'm guessing talking, I'm not, I'm not there. They so never show them smoking. They've got to be talking and strategizing while they're smoking. So that's like, they never show too. that. Yeah. Huh? They don't want to send the wrong message to children. Oh, cause the traders is such a great game for, uh, <laughs> I'm, <kidding. laughs> I'm just kidding. But I mean, Kate, your hair looks fabulous. Those oh, curls are beautiful. Oh, thank you. I washed it yesterday because I it's going to be now for the next week. It'll be washed. I only yeah. wash it once a week. With the right portion <laughs> and the right tools, I can get those curls in my hair. Yeah, we got to blow it out. We'll do big curls. You'll be good to go. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it on the cruise. Okay, bring your curling. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring my curling iron. Um, thank you. I know, usually I'm on here with a hat, sweats, whatever. So now I'm wondering, though, all right, so we get through, we're getting through the episode. What other questions do we have before I get to the roundtable? I don't want to jump ahead. Okay. Oh, what? Why does everybody, is it Peter is too arrogant? Why is everybody like the leftovers cannot stand Peter? Because of the closing the door situation. Yes. Okay. That started um, and it just got worse and worse to where they'd shut the door a little bit, but there was always a crack to then okay. straight up shutting the door. And so then, just arrogant. You know, and the just... word, uh, like MJ's like, they told me to leave or uh, they said, come back later. Like, yeah. so, you know, this is my opportunity to say, okay, wait a minute. They're not getting along with that side of the house. This is all about numbers. This is how I get Sandra to the end. Okay. Not only with my trader angel watching my back or whoever the other trader angel is. Um, and, and even at the pool table, I was saying, hopefully the trader angels are on our side in the leftovers within the seven versus the five. Or if there's a trader over there, our trader angel cannot allow this trader. You did to say that out from our group. You, know you did saying? say like, that. And you are on the right room. side. Because yeah. I didn't know exactly who all I was talking to. And I thought mm -hmm. there were two people. I just needed them to understand. You cannot allow anyone from our group to be uh, murdered or mm -hmm. banished. You know, we need to take out two of theirs. But when Bergie got murdered and then Parvati got banished, it was still okay because we still had the numbers. They yeah. lost one. We lost one. But we right. still had two more than that. Yep. Yep. And you just gained Kate. So you were right without even really knowing you were fully right. Yep. That, the pool table scene was brilliant. That is going to be years to come. That's going to be yeah. 
around forever. I loved that. I was like, this is where she's showing well, like she knows how to play the game. Talking about Trader Angels and me not getting credit for it because and from that. the beginning, I've Trader like, Angels. I need to make sure I have a Trader Angel, somebody that's watching out for me. Yeah. You know? That's going to protect me. So I need to be friends with every single person in this house. That's what it is. It's, it's also a social game and you're so good at a social game. That's why I think you're doing so well. Absolutely. Um, all right. So now what? So now where are we so at? So going into, all, yeah, going into this uh, round table, it mm -hmm. seems like you've made up your mind that you're going to ride this thing out with the Bravos. Uh, with yeah, major well, no, like MJ, me and her always said that we're gonna go in there open minded. Like, if I see okay. that the votes are swaying a specific way and that we might not have the numbers, I'm the last person that wants to be on the side of the numbers. So, mm -hmm. I always go in open minded and then I get a feel for what's going on at the round table and then I make my decision depending on what because people start chiming in. They start getting in there. It gets up. I thought I thought you were going to flip because once CT started doing his drawing, even though you were kind of part of the Trisha, I thought you were going to flip. That was my thought, though. I'm just like. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. But if you would have flipped then, you would be in the clear. Now I'm interested to see if MJ is going to flip, but I don't think she's going to. Don't say it because it didn't oh, air no, yet. No, no, no. It's the Last cliffhanger. When I was doing my live, they were like, Sandra, wink like Phaedra if she's, if she gets <laughs> or Sandra, smile if it's Peter. You know, like, and I'm like, oh my God, come on, guys. She doesn't, you know what? She has those lashes, which are fabulous. And she doesn't do like a twitch. It's her lashes. She just like does the lashes constantly, even if she's not talking. So yeah, that's but, what but she does make like anytime we're at breakfast, she makes faces with her mouth, with her eyes. You know, she'll repeat what you say and make it just hilarious. Oh, she does. Okay. Uh, okay. I see she eats. When she gets she's nervous, she's good like time. she yeah, she she's listen, she's been one of my favorites all season. But now I'm like, okay, because of course I want like the faithfuls to win. You know, because I was a faithful. She actually so like, asked her. me this morning about the cruise. She was like, what's up with this cruise? And I gave her all the details. She was like, how come nobody called me? I was like, Fader, we might have to put you on the next boat. <laughs> she'll be asked about me. I bet she'll be asked because that second cruise is going to happen because this one's almost sold out. And like, I mean, we have over, we're not even out of year yet. We're not even into April of this year. And they're going to do another one. And she will definitely be asked. I would love to meet her. She would be a riot. Mm -hmm. um, so go ahead. Oh Steph. my gosh. Okay. What's no, your next I'm question? still thinking. I don't know. I'm going down my list. Go ahead. <laughs> I oh, your this bruise. You you still have a mark from that? Yeah, it's fading. The um, they put me on BioLife when I was over there, which is something like a little um. Hold on, you really can't tell. I just have one little spot left, but you know, every day, twice a day, I'll go and wash my face and I'll rub it in to make. It's like a fade cream, but it's vitamin E. Okay. I mean, I cannot believe that. That it's the whole show. Like you really whacked your head, and they yeah, on my tombstone. The were coming. I went to run because they were screaming. I went to run, and I caught the whole corner of the tomb on my forehead, and all I felt immediately was like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, you probably had a concussion. And, and if you watch it again. You see poverty checking out my head. And then by the next morning, everyone's like, oh, my God, you really did hurt yourself. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I hurt myself. Um, but it was a thrill of the game. Like, 
all my years of Survivor, I never got hurt like that. Well, on Australian Survivor, I kind of like um, messed up my ankle a little bit, like rolled it and it was a mm -hmm. little bit swollen, but you know, that was that. But other than that, like I physically had, you yeah. know, it's hard to prove, hey, I've been in battle. Like traders isn't easy, y'all. No, listen, but if that was anybody else, if that wasn't somebody like you who's super tough, they would have probably been like, I need medical right away. You know it. You know it. Yeah. It's because you're tough as now and you can handle it. Yeah, I when I woke up in the morning to see it all scabby, I'm like, yeah. oh my God, now I got to do this show for a month with this big scab on my forehead. <laughs> and it's still there. Every time you walk in, I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's you crazy, but it's there. It'll never probably go away. And yeah. No, because you're dark. You're like, you know, we scar dark. It'll go away over time. Mm -hmm. The face exfoliates. You'll be fine. But you're tough. I give you credit. Whacking your head like that. All right. What else? What do we got for? Let's go, Jack. I'd like to know, you mentioned Parvati. Where did you guys stand coming into this show? How much oh, yeah. was it like, were you, was there really like a lot of uh, a beef between you guys that been played up? I mean, I know like maybe a year ago, you guys were going at each other on social media. Was that fun? Was that like a real thing? And then where do you guys stand it. now? There was no phony baloney how we felt about each other. Poverty would have been at that point, the last person I would ever be in touch with for any damn thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you know? Um, and then, like I said uh, before, you know, the minute I saw her, uh, my smile turned into a frown. And I remember reaching across Peter and putting my finger on the glass, like, like thinking, I can't believe she's freaking here. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then she sees me and her smile is gone. And she was right at the window. And Peppermint knew our history. Uh, Peppermint watches a lot of reality shows. Um, and we really went into the billard room and we said what we had to say really brief. And then I moved on. I moved on right. from that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, she really wasn't with any group um, in the castle. Uh, like Phaedra said, you know, like they, she comes and she goes. Larsa, Larsa had made a comment too about Snow White coming in and leaving. And, you know, um, I think she tried to do the best she could with the hand she was dealt, you know, mm -hmm. making her a traitor. Um, you know, when you're a traitor, you got to be able to get a lot of information from different people. And, she did a hell of a job being a trader. Yeah, I wanted to be a trader. Yeah, I was jealous. I wish they had picked me. I wish she had picked me. But I can't blame her for not picking me because we had just made up a couple of days ago. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was like months ago, but it was in the castle is just days. How much can can you really trust someone you've been fighting with since 2010? I was just going to say that's so big of both of you, though, because that's so hard to do. I mean, you guys have a lot of history. You, you know, went through a lot of BS getting to the end of that show and then you win. She was so close. And to not let that carry on in the game, like you could have been like day one, like out to get her and vice versa. And you guys didn't do that. So I thought that yeah. was like 
You played the game. I I said, Parvati, I'm going to put this aside. If something happens, it won't be because of me. You know what I'm saying? That's so mature and smart because you're there to play a game. You're not there to hold grudges. You know what I mean? It's a whole different game. It's something outside of Survivor. Like we've been put in this Survivor box and now you see that we can do other things other than Survivor. You know, you were able to do Snake in the Grass and Traders. Like, I don't want everything to only solely be Survivor. If it it had been the Survivor, great. Right. But now I know that I can do other things other than Survivor, you know, and I'm loving the trader. So the minute it was put behind, I honestly put it behind. And like I said, I was like, when she ended up being a trader, I was like, oh, my God, I think poverty in some way also had my back out there. She was my trader angel. Probably. And I think, it's you know, yes, we did Survivor, but sometimes being on Survivor, you're not just a gamer. You can play a social game. You can play all different games. Whereas sometimes I do feel like the people that are on Bravo, not all of them, but they're not really gamers. They're just personalities. Not all of them, but a lot of them. So I think that, you know, held true for you, for Parvati, for Three, for me. Like, you know what I mean? We have the a big lot brother of people as well. I touched on that this morning. Uh, uh, she was like, Sandra, I really, really enjoyed myself in that castle. And I really, truly enjoyed meeting um, all of you guys. And I think if I was to ever play again, I said, Phaedra, you know, they're going to have an all-star. And she was like, I think <laughs> if I ever played again, I think I'd be more, she'll be more prepared this time mm-hmm. because now she's seen how gamers yeah. play, how we game. Um, and she was like, I'll be, and I was like, Phaedra, I can't imagine you an even more prepared Phaedra because you were the, you were the bomb. I almost said the S word. Uh, you <laughs> Good job, bomb, Phaedra. Phaedra. So can you imagine Phaedra coming in with knowledge of, of how different games, you know, prepare herself? Okay. This is how big brother people play. This is how challenge people play. This is how survivor people play. You know, she'd be. And she can do it because she's smart. So she's one of those that could do it, you know? I don't know. But you have an uphill battle because they will assume you're a traitor. (laughs) I know. It's true. She might still say haggis. Mm. I'm not not kidding. (laughs) She might. (laughs) She might quit if there's bugs involved. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Here's a question Um, for you, Sandra. You mentioned going into this uh, and seeing Parvati. Who did you expect from Survivor would also be there? Because, I, I mean, look, they brought Steph and Sari in. There had to be another Survivor person. Who do you think might be, be there with two, you? But never in my wildest dreams did I ever say, oh, it'll be poverty. Never. I'm like, because because out there they were saying Boston robbed this and Boston yeah. robbed that. But he was yeah. on his deal or no deal. I know, so I'm like, he's going to show up. He's going to show up out here. You know <laughs> right. Um. I never thought it'd be poverty. And then, you yeah. know, I would look at spoilers to see if anybody had said anything, but I hadn't seen anything. And then the funny thing was when we landed in, um, in Scotland, we still were able to keep our phones for a couple of days. And then my family texted me like, Oh my God, there's something about trader spoilers, uh, that Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan are going over there because they, they, had uh, small clips of their adventure traveling to Scotland and going to the castle and taking pictures and this, that, and the third. So people already knew those two were coming, you know? Yeah. And then when I was on the plane in Inverness, flying into uh, Inverness, I was with Peter and Kevin. And Uh. 
I just saw Peter's suitcase said United on it. So I looked up um, reality star that works for United and Peter shows up. <laughs> and I'm like, the oh, pilot. He's a no way. But I don't watch it, you know? <laughs> right, and right. I figured out who Peter was immediately. So who would you say uh, was one of your closest friends that you became friends with on the show? That you didn't even suspect or or one or two? Let me see. And this is today alone. Um, I think I made a bunch of friends because yeah. I talked to Phaedra today. I talked to Sheree. I talked to Trishel and I talked to MJ. Okay. Just today. Okay. So, and I know you were close with Peppermint or are close with Peppermint too. And I love Trishel on there because she is on right on the money. Yeah. But, uh, but Trishel is lucky. I wasn't a traitor. <laughs> right. Cause you would have got rid of her immediately for her putting uh, seeds of doubt in other people's heads. Mm -hmm. Only said my name or not murder or get her. I back. know. I can't believe she's still in there. Because that is so det detrimental to a trader when someone yeah. else is saying your name. So um, what what happened? Why Kevin over Trishel? Because it should have been Trishel. Oh, because so um, Kevin, since he left the cabin last uh, and CT came for him and came for me in poverty because we were still messing with the rats in the box. Mm -hmm. um, he guided us out. And so Kevin, we knew for a fact, never went into any of the rooms to get uh to get the shield okay. so kevin was the safest bet and we discussed that the night before when i'm telling All phaedra right. um uh peter's behaving like like i said a bad word like peter something <laughs> you know he's a traitor he's got to go right okay but, we figured that we he might have been the safest bet but kevin was the safest shield. Bet because he was scared to go down in the tunnels and you know in talking like oh my god what do you think yeah. will happen tomorrow and I remember saying, like, well, I know who doesn't have the shield. Right. Mm, okay, that right. makes sense. Because we were wondering out. why. Yeah, we were wondering why they didn't try to take a shot at Trishel. We figured someone had to have said something to yeah. one of them that would make them think that Trishel doesn't have a shield. So that makes yeah. sense. Okay. And so we are now at the cliffhanger. Oh, what about the challenge? Was the challenge? Yeah, the challenge. Well, the shooting. The thing was that those things are like pencil sticks. Yeah. And half of them didn't even have a point on them. Oh, so they like bounced off because it looked like they were bouncing off. So yeah, they didn't have like were. a blade. Like they, okay, they weren't like darts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And early on, we decided, okay, just move it a little bit this way, a little bit right. that way because we were losing money. But, and then after you shoot it, you you just have what's left and then they'd reset and bring all the little sticks back and then you grab one and you're like this one is curved this uh, one is point how this long does that challenge take oh man we were there for a while i, uh, I want to say close to two hours maybe yeah yeah like alan was laughing at us and our money was just dwindling right <laughs> <laughs> and that church is right up the street that's where we were in that church and those people with the masks, I'm like, oh gosh, not the church again. Here we go. With the confessionals. And I'd, oh, that's the church. Pedro's um, favorite place, church. the church. Yeah, that's the church that Peter Peppermint, Sheree, and I were parked outside of on day one several times. Like they do footage and park us. And it was called the Highland Council Church. And so that's where we got our alliance name of THC, the Highland Council. Oh, that's funny. 
That is so funny. Yeah, right out the gate to the left, right? So funny. Oh, my gosh. All right. So now they leave us with a cliffhanger, and the only vote left is MJ. So how, how there's nine people left. There's 11 episodes. So two there's going to be somebody. Two more episodes. So we're thinking there's going to be like, obviously, they're going to show who, you know, gets banished. The start of episode 10. Then there's going to be another, ba- a, a murder, a banishment, a murder. So there's going to be four people. And then what? There's going to be five people left on the last episode. Or you can't tell us. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> are there Stuff more tried. twists? Are there a lot more twists? Because this is like all of a sudden somebody doesn't get banished. Now we get that um, recruit and murder. Like yeah, recruit and murder. Well, we all know that the game, like after when there's only four people left, and you leave the banishment table, and then you start throwing the red and the green bags outside. We all know that. So that's at four people, and we still have how nine. Many Nine, nine going into the last episode. Peter or Phaedra episode. are about to right. go. So then probably we'll be Peter. Then we'll be at eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. And then there's two episodes. Mm-hmm. And then your live show. Right? Yeah, and I think we're doing that a whole week before even the final episode. Oh, really? So you're doing that soon? You're going to New York for that? Yeah, no, to L.A. Oh, you're doing it in LA. So they're not going to have seen the finale before they like, so they don't, don't even know, know what the finale happen unless they're going to show it to us. They should show it to you guys at least the last episode while we do the, the, the reunion. Right. Yeah. You got to see the last episode, at least see how it airs on TV. Well, that was a go. huge part of last reunion was with Ari and he, I don't think he was very happy with how that was shown with what happened with him and the, like the, uh, that uh, finale presented a lot of drama at the reunion. So I would want them to, I would want you guys to see it. So it like reignites those emotions. That and, like, was get the drama. Uh, that was, yeah, there was a lot of drama. Quentin, Andy, Ari. Oof. Sandra, yeah, what'd you think they, of season it's one? Because they haven't been in these situations before. Had they been gamers and come off another show yeah. where the chances of you going home are pretty high then it would be different but when they come into these games assuming oh i'm gonna figure this out i'm gonna be the best i'm gonna win and then that doesn't happen they have to blame someone for their game and when you look back on that season like every time i would see for instance quentin talking a whole bunch at the round table i'd be like murder murder right murder right right he was and he was so wrong every time he talked and And, and so smart Look, I was telling my daughter, I was like, somebody asked me what kind of trader would I have been? And I would, I was like, man, I'd probably make the season boring because people would be scared to talk at the round table. Frightened. Talk at this round table if you want to see if I don't murder you. All that stuff um, about, oh, I can say what I want to say and then I'll take all the heat and they won't murder me. I don't play like that. I know. Well, that's the thing. That's why it's amazing because Trishel and Peter are really putting themselves out there. And I cannot believe they've made it this far because I, I was very quiet for a very long time, too, because I was like, I'm not saying anything. Yeah, like I opened my mouth at the second round table when we went after a match and I in in 
what I saw, like every single time the words peppermint jumped up on the slate, Max was right there to my left, smiling, smiling. And then I'm like, Peter, look, look at him. He's, he's smiling. And I had read a book about body language and it was called duping delight. When a criminal has duped everyone that they can't help but to smile and, and have all this joy over what they've accomplished, but they yeah. don't realize they're smiling. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm like, Oh my God, duping delight. He's over here. Just, he's so happy that we got peppermint out and that we thought it was peppermint. And that's why I went hard him, Deontay and I went hard on max on the second round table. And then I took a step back. I was like, Oh no, I can't play like this because I was wrong. He was a faithful. And I was like, at switch gear, Sandra, you can't come in here running your mouth about what you saw, what you heard. And I'm like, depending on what it is, I'm not saying nothing. Yeah, yeah. No, Cerebus played that kind of a game, too. Hey, speaking of Deontay, can you say anything about what really happened to him, where he went? He just disappeared. Um, Once, once everyone went up to their rooms in the castle, we never saw him again. And he really took the peppermint and Max banishment. Like it really took a toll on him. Okay. Um, I was told so he, he was some kind of trauma that resurfaced. Okay. Um, so he just took himself out of the game. I don't know basically. how it all went down. I just know we never saw him after that. Wow. Berkey said that he did. It was, it triggered a, an event in his life where he was like wrongly accused of something that he didn't do. Yeah, and I can see that. So it brought back some trauma, and then he left the show. Wow. Okay. So is Kate just, like, hanging out at, like, the hotel by Inverness waiting to get on, or what's happening? Like, where? <laughs> I guess they came her in. Yeah, yeah. They had they they knew they were going to bring her in midseason or whatever. Um, I think she knew she was coming to the show halfway through, whether Deontay left yeah. or not. I don't think that had anything to do with anything. Okay. So she knew everybody, like she knew the cast. Yeah, she knew a lot season. about you guys. Yeah, that doesn't seem very fair, does it? <laughs> well, she wouldn't have seen it on TV only if she would have no. known. Well, the cast would have been revealed. The cast was leaked. So up. she could have done her homework on you guys. Right now. Um, she was smart. I mean, we kind of did something like that. We had like a break because something happened and we were like all scrambling and trying to figure out who people were. Well, we I remember, I remember <laughs> Sheree telling me that, um, that at the cabin in the woods, uh, you know, while we were in the tunnels that, um, and at that time, Kate wasn't a traitor, but Kate was like, Sandra, Sandra has to be a traitor. Like these, these survivor people have to be traitors, you know? Oh. Um, so yeah, but then she ends up being the traitor and realizes the only traitor there is Phaedra, you know. So but she, she says the same thing as you. She's like, okay, so how many more were there? Like she thought there were more than three, too. So you I'm, all must have thought. I'm telling you, from day one, after Alan picked the traitors, we assumed it was three traitors. And one was we, recruited. We because they told to us there four. could be up to five. So we never knew either but if there were three four or five but all, everybody that we've talked to or heard interviews of everybody thinks there's four three plus one recruited mm -hmm. huh so that so did alan say off. something that said did alan say like they're up to four or did he no i think because they give us rules uh if you read the rules it'll say something to that effect up to five people or whatever so yeah you really know yeah okay yeah. so you guys were told the same thing that steph's group was told. Yeah, probably the same rules. Mm 
All right. Any other tricks? Anything you did? You went back to your room. Did you keep a spreadsheet on your wall of like murder suspects or no, what no, you no. I just had my trusty little notebook that I took myself. And then we had a sheet that they gave us with all the pictures of people that oh. I like write and highlight on. Like this was all my stuff. So, they didn't give us that. Yeah. And we had like what you wore for certain missions. Like, yeah, um, we got that. Um, you know, who um, who everybody was because we would forget what the names were. Yeah, like, see, we didn't I get any of that. <laughs> Me um, too. I was telling every, calling everybody the wrong name. I, I asked Rachel, like, everything. I was like, okay, which one was this? Because I only knew her from Snake in the Grass, so she screwed me on Snake in the Grass anyway, so. Um, <laughs> yeah, but everything they, um, pretty much any paper that they gave me, like, this was for the Ekansu funeral, like, what we were going to wear and all the oh outfits. So. Wow. How'd you like the food there? Did you like it? I kind of liked the breakfast, but I hated everything else only because it was <laughs> a lot of potatoes of potato this and potato that. <laughs> but I would complain. I'm like, who is running that kitchen? Because it was like one day they brought us pancakes, no syrup. Then they'd bring toast and there was like no milk, like no butter. Like the butter is hard or there wouldn't be no butter, no jelly or nothing. It's just a piece of bread. Um, or they'd forget the salt or the pepper or they'd bring coffee. <laughs> you were lucky if you had milk or creamer today and then there's no sugar. Like it was just off. Um, and then I started complaining about the eggs. I'm like, yo, I'm always the last one. With the exception <laughs> of last night, I was always one of the last ones at breakfast and there was no boiled eggs and no salmon left. <laughs> I can't believe you guys had food on that table. We didn't have food on the table. Hardly. Oh, no, we had real food. That's when yeah, we had our no. breakfast. Our, oh, no, we had breakfast before we came in. And then that was like fake food. And we did have coffee, <laughs> though. But you guys had like way more alcohol than us. Did you guys get like a lot of alcohol? <laughs> I, I'm not a drinker like they are. But after the round table, the alcohol wouldn't come out until everything was shut Okay, down. us too. All right, us too. Then so, I guess it was I think the same. It was two drinks max. That's what it was for us too. Okay. And and I couldn't get a drink for someone to hand it over. Like is that's not allowed. No, yeah, us too. Okay. Because so, Brandy was like wanting like martinis, and that wasn't happening. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Off that point, were you guys? Did anyone pick up on the uh, Ekansu murder in plain sight? No, because that day yeah. we also had uh, platters of appetizers that were passed around. Oh. Little finger foods. So we didn't know if you were uh, poisoned by the food or by the drinks. And everyone had different plates of different little things we were tasting. So okay. We did not know. They set that up good. No, they one did. Knew. They did. Because Kevin, because it looked so obvious. Parvati looked so obvious. But again, just <laughs> editing. She did do. I thought Parvati did a great job. I really did. I thought she kept. A really great demeanor. I mean, she was calling Peter out. It's it's hard to be put in that position. And she made light of it. Um, I thought she came off pretty endearing, to be honest. Yeah, she, she did a good job there. I mean, listen, I give Dan and Parvati and Phaedra their props as traitors. Yeah, yeah I didn't like what Dan did to Phaedra. Um, uh, but Parvati and Phaedra, they did an they did an awesome job. And and I get it. I think I'm more of a blunt person, so there probably wouldn't be a lot of talk. I'd be like, no, he's getting murdered, and that's it. Like, right. Right. Um, so, yeah, but they – and that's the thing. Like, people are like, Sandra, I want to see you more. Well, here's the thing. The traders get 
half of the episode. Everything yeah. is, is everything is dependent on the trader. So their role is going to be way bigger on TV than anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. They get a lot of airtime and you're not one of those people that's just there just to cause drama, just to get on TV. No, like you're literally I'm there. Gonna say, I'm going to say it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I don't sugarcoat nothing. I mean what right. I say and I say what I mean. Exactly. Um, so I'm not quiet by at all. Um, it's just maybe what I said wasn't relevant or maybe somebody right. had juicier stuff to say, or it just didn't right. go with the flow of what was going on. Right. Yeah. I think you're doing a great job. You're still in there. You're going into episode 10 now. Yeah, yeah we're going to episode 10. All right. episode so I'm 10. hanging in there. You're hanging in. You're hanging in. Hanging in. I can't wait. Sandra, did you know anyone coming into this other than Parvati? Um, I knew Janelle. I knew Dan. I knew of CT Bananas and not Trichelle. Um, I've never watched The Housewives. I've never watched anything on Bravo. Um, uh, and like I told people when I first met Max, the first thing he told me was that he was the most famous person in the castle. <laughs> uh. and, then, and then I asked him, I was like, so what did you do to prepare? He was like, oh, I just watched two episodes and it was enough. And I'm looking like not enough at all. No. <laughs> two episodes don't tell you diddly squat. About no. how to play this game. No. <laughs> but I was told some people didn't even do that. Some people watch Zip Zero Zilch. That's what happened on our season. Ryan Locke watched nothing. Like he knew nothing about it. And he was fine with it. I was like, I think you need to know what's going on a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have come on, you gotta know something, something. Right. Or we'll steamroll over you. We'll run you <laughs> over. We'll run you over with a bus back up, run you over some more. Like you got to roll with the punches. And if you don't know what's going on, you know, yeah. and that's why I made my point of letting, you know, the traders, Hey, hopefully the traders are on our side are on the leftovers because this is what we need to happen. Our traders cannot allow, if there's a trader over here on the most faithful of the faithfuls to take over, because then you're screwed. That was so smart. You planted the seed well there and it's working. Because your your numbers are intact. You guys have the numbers. The leftovers are in control of the game, for sure. Sandra, what wasn't shown in this episode or earlier in the season that you were very surprised or you think should have been shown? What should we know? Uh, my trader angels. Come on. I'm yeah. constantly like, my yeah. trader angels are protecting me. What happened that wasn't shown? Um, because we do a lot of confessionals. Like, uh, before breakfast, after breakfast. And I hated before breakfast confessionals um, because I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to open the door and there's going to be that damn murder letter. You know, oh. like I was in the room with Tamara when Tamara got murdered. And then I never wanted to go in that room again because I was like, that's the murder room. Like I ain't going in that room. And then they put me in the room and then they'd be like, come out. And I'm like, oh my God, am I about to be murdered? You know, that's like, the worst. For me, the best part was always coming out and going to the top of the stairs and waiting for someone else to come out of a different room and then to say, you're Walk making down. it to breakfast. And I'm like, right. ah, I'm not <laughs> right. Murdered. Right. That is the worst. I couldn't even eat at breakfast. I'm Like before, we would get it in our rooms before and there would be like a little, my nerves were so shot. And even once I knew I wasn't murdered, then I still couldn't eat. My stomach was still a wreck because you're like, <laughs> Holding your breath. It's yeah, awful. Yeah. 
Because murder is when you find out if you're making it to breakfast or not. And whoever right. doesn't make it to breakfast goes and gets the murder letter, you know? Right. Um, so like and I think that's said, what like happened to Kate. That red outfit and didn't even get to come to breakfast. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, and Kate, like, I think she had a flip, like, like, like she almost had a flip reaction to it. Like she made it to breakfast as a trader and then she couldn't even like gather herself because now she was trying to like be the different role of a trader now versus Faithful. We, we sh I should have took into the account. I, sh I should have thought more along the lines of she didn't brush her hair because she didn't have time because she was out there doing trader stuff all night long, you know? Yes. Phaedra Seriously. always came in put together. So you can't never say it like Phaedra looked crazy today. No, that's how Sari was. Yes, three looked well-rested, put together. I'm like thinking to myself, I do think she is the traitor because there's got to be one of the celebrities. But she and Kate looked disheveled all the time. Like half her makeup wasn't on. She'd do it like after breakfast. And I'm like, Kate kind of like looks exhausted. Like she had spent. So yeah, the yeah, whole not I brushing your hair. I to that. I was like, that's just, you know, like. Well, it didn't work for us anyway. so obvious in hindsight um, but when you're there, you don't see that, you know, or when people would be like, you didn't see poverty making that, that face. I'm like, oh, well, was I in the same room with poverty? Was anyone talking? Because if someone's talking, that's who I'm looking at. I'm not looking at while well, this person's talking. Let me see who's making faces and right. eye twitches. You don't do that. You're listening to what's being said because you don't know if it's something that pertains or, or is pertinent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Not, the castle is big. There's a lot of rooms. You're not in every single room at all times. So therefore you have to take into account this secondhand information from people that were there or hearsay, you know? Yeah. So no, Listen, it's not that easy. It's not hindsight's 2020 and it looks way easier sitting at home on the couch watching this after you see the perfect edit going on than it is when you're really in the game trying to figure this out. Yep. Like it's a really hard game. Speaking of, we're going to have to do this on a ship with people in a large scale. This is going to be interesting. I'm excited. Um, I just want the, the games to be, you know, great games. You know, um, when I throw together my Survivor Christmas and Surviving Thanksgiving here in my house, my family <laughs> can't wait to play. Right. So you're going to be good at it, I think. You're going to be a great team leader. And I've got half your family on my team. So I expect to be a good uh, team leader. <laughs> well, and I got two more that signed up yesterday, but now I, they're like number six on your list. Oh, that's all right. Because we they need to go on like Team Michael. He's going to be good. He He's going to be good because he's going to be a leader. He's not going to be in the game because he wasn't good in our game because he was so like, he looked shady because he's a little anxious, but he's good. He's like a gamer type. He has that mentality. Mm -hmm. Tell them to sign up for him. He would be good. Well, they went on Team Andy. They're on Team Andy. Okay. Andy's good. Well, I don't know. Andy yeah. was a little naive. <laughs> <laughs> but they're still, they're still, if anybody flakes from your team, they're going to jump. They're going to be right Okay. There, so. I've had a bunch of people message me, though, too. And I directed them to other teams because mm -hmm. they just got to get in the game because we're all going to hang out. We're all going to play the game. We're all going to cross over. And, yeah, you know, I just didn't want my family and my team because it wouldn't be fair. Like, oh, people, you know okay. Saying? Like, yeah. It just, uh, they need to be separate together. You know, oh, okay. That's yeah. Why, like, it wouldn't be right if I picked one of them to be, no, you know, like, it's, I'm, I'm not picking the traders though. I talked to Michael. 
And apparently they're going to pick them because I don't want to be responsible. Oh, I was under the assumption that anyone wanting to be a trader would send in videos to their team leaders and that we would pick who we wanted uh, for the first traders. And then it was on to them to recruit and do whatever. Yeah, well, I'm sending that to the cruise people because I don't want to be responsible. I don't want to slip up. I don't want to. I do like to have drinks and have a good time. And I can see myself being out and like whatever and being like, so you're a trader. What do you think? And then somebody hears me and forget it. Oh, <laughs> so I don't I'm not going to be part of it. Yeah, of the, of yeah, the picking. I get it. It's the cruise of deception. That's Sandra. Right. For those who don't know, can you explain the cruise of deception? You guys teased uh, it a Stephanie little bit. Stephanie should explain it. She knows more than me. I just go off whatever <laughs> Stephanie says. Um, okay. So the cruise of deception is a cruise going to Jamaica from Florida a year from now, next April. If you go to the website, it'll give you all the details. But basically, we're playing the game of traders on the cruise ship. There's 13 teams. Sandra and I are team leaders. There's Janelle's there, Bergie's there, Rachel's there, and a bunch of other people from Trader Season 1. And there's only 100 spots per team. So the cruise ship holds like 6,500 people, but only about 1,300 people are going to have the opportunity to play the game. There's going to be a challenge or a couple challenges each day. Um, and there's going to be banishments and murders. There's going to be and traders and faithfuls. And opportunities for shields. There's going to be traders and faithfuls on each team. We are the Allen Cummings of our team. We are the team leaders. We are going to help guide you. We may compete in some of the challenges. But more importantly, we're literally just going to have a good time with you. And there's up to $50,000 to win. So um, if you sign up and you go on that website, you can sign up. You can put a deposit down to secure your spot. Um, you don't have to pay for the entire cruise, which is very affordable, actually, right now. But you can save your spot. And, and, the, and the deposit is 400 um, and that's for the two people together combined. So 200 and 200, that's $400. And then you have all the way till January of 2025 to make the final payment. You have to have it paid by January. So that gives you plenty of time to hold your spot and make your payments. That's right. But Sandra's team as of now is full. My team is full. Rachel's team is full. Janelle's team is full. Bergie's team is full. And I think Amanda's is almost full. And so is Michael. So secure your spot before all the teams are full. Yeah. And then just you make payments. You know, you don't yeah. have to go to Burger King and McDonald's every <laughs> day. You don't have to go get them Starbucks drinks. Make payments to your um to your cruise on a monthly basis and before you know it we'll be sailing and having a great time that's right i had so many friends say to me like i would love to do a flat and like you know what life's too short save 10 bucks a day you've got a year it's an affordable cruise take the trip you know i'm, I'm that's my whole motto now like i have so many things going on we kids we're busy we work but you know what it can be over in an instant so life's too short book the trip Get on the plane, get on a bus, get on the train, get in your car, come on the ship. <laughs> yeah, we're leaving out of Fort Lauderdale. That's right. Fort Lauderdale to Jamaica. There's a couple stops in between. It's yeah, Coco Cay and Haiti. Yep. And Oasis of the Seas, fourth largest ship in the world. And there's going to be, and, and it's not just the game. You're going to get to do shows, dinners, excursions. You're going to get to have like a cruise as well. Yeah, yeah. Because we're only going to play. I think minimum two hours a day, which some of the games I'm sure will go over. Right. Um, 
And then there's one game towards the end, which I think is like about five hours minimum. Right. Um, right. So I'm, I'm definitely going and being flexible. I know how things are. When I told my husband we were going on the cruise, I was like, baby, but I'm going to be working. So you might not see me that much. And he was like, even better, sign me up. So I was like, okay. <laughs> there's three casinos on the ship. I mean, there's so much to do. It is like a whole city on a ship. Mm -hmm. I've never been on a cruise like this. So I'm actually really excited. Yeah. Check out the Cruise of Deception. It's www.cruiseofdeception.com. If you're watching here on YouTube, the link is right there on the screen. All right, Sandra. Uh, what do you have going on? Uh, you want to plug your social media handles or anything else you want to add? Um, I'm sassy SDT at Instagram on X. I think I'm Sandra, the queen I, people steal my name. So then I can't even use my own name. I think I know your Twitter. It's, uh, at Sandra D twine. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, so where <laughs> am I Sandra the queen at? I don't know. Tick, are you on TikTok or what else do you do? Yeah, I have TikTok. <laughs> I started TikToking about my braces, but then I quit halfway through. Um, We're old schoolers. This and I'm, face, I'm on Facebook under like Survivor Sandra Diaz Twine. That's mine. Because I have my personal on Facebook, but I keep that like straight personal. And then anything else is, but I have the Facebook, the Instagram, the X. And I joined Threads, but I don't do anything there. That's when everybody was screaming about leaving t Twitter. Yeah, I joined it too. I don't even. I don't. I don't see what it really serves unless you want your stuff censored more. Oh, yeah, I was that's like, great. well, <laughs> and I took my name just before anybody else took it, so I jumped on it. Smart. Um, yeah. But yeah, other than. Uh, I really don't have much going on. My husband's retired. Well, keep watching. Keep watching the traders. Sandra, yeah, thank you so much. Traders. That's right. That's what I'm here for. Keep watching the traders. That's right. Sandra, thank you for coming on. I thank you so pleasure. much. Now I'm going to get to my spaghetti. I'm going to stick it in the microwave. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, Sandra. All right. Let's wrap things up here, Steph. Okay, um, I think I got before we do. What was that? I think I got through my whole list. Perfect. How about that? Okay. Before we say goodbye for today's show, we just have to address this cliffhanger and kind of make our predictions for next week. First okay. things first, I'm not a fan of any cliffhangers. This was a perfect episode up until uh, the cliffhanger. It was, was so well done. There was so much good storytelling. They were showing, there was so much socializing that we got to see. We got to see so much in this. And then... Yeah. Now we're going to have a cliffhanger. And I, I don't like cliffhangers because cliffhangers send a message to me, whether intentional or not, means that you don't trust that the audience is going to keep watching otherwise. So just give us the full episode. Let's get the full episode. Let's see what happens. But what do you think happens? It's coming down to MJ now. It's uh, We've got four I'm votes. Hoping, I'm hoping because MJ started calling out Kate being shady and she's being a little more vocal. I'm really hoping... She starts hearing CT at the round table and Trishel, and she flips from the leftovers to the most faithful of the faithfuls. Um, and they get rid of Phaedra. And I love Phaedra. It's nothing against you, Phaedra. It's just because, you know, Team Faithful. This is, this is the name of Faithful's the game. For yeah. life. I'm I'm a faithful, or I was a faithful, and I would Still like to see the faithfuls win this time. <laughs> yes. But I don't know. I'm like torn. I, I was definitely thinking. That was going to happen. But now I'm like worried that it's going to be Peter. 
Well, the cliffhanger makes me think that it is going to be Peter. Because I feel like if it's going to be Phaedra, you'd have this, like, perfect episode that concludes with, like, this sort of blindside. It goes down to MJ. It shakes things up a little more. And, um, like, I don't know why you do a cliffhanger if MJ doesn't flip. Sometimes you get these deceptive things where they make it look like she is going to flip. And then the other thing is, we got to talk about this. People on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it, they've been tweeting at us and they were saying there's a promo from like the this season on the traders. There's a video of Phaedra like standing on a platform in the water. We've not seen that challenge mm-hmm. yet. So people are saying that they've already spoiled this and that Phaedra sticks around because yeah, we haven't so seen that means yet. it ends up being Peter. And another thing we never mentioned was how about her line? Her line to Peter. Oh, my gosh. I am not going to kiss your behind for a rose. It was great. <laughs> this is not The Bachelor. And I do not have to kiss you he... for a rose. I was like, wow, how long she been thinking about that for? Or does that just roll off the tongue? Like, wow. I, I think she, I think she, that's just Phaedra. I think she's very quick-witted. I think she came up I with that. I think so, too. Yeah, but I think so, too. Peter took great offense to it. He was very upset. So I'd love to know. Was there more that was said that got there him was, really worked there out? There was definitely more, but to Peter's, um, you know, to give him a little props, he handled it very well. He was not super crazy emotional. It was not a screaming match. He was very respectful. Um, and he was just like, wow, that really makes me angry. <laughs> <laughs> and also, how about John's speech? That was a great speech. Yes. That was so good. And how about him saying that this is way more difficult than being in the parliament? Because <laughs> they lobby all the time, politicians. <laughs> um, Peter's oh saying that gosh. he likes the traitors more than The Bachelor. Yeah, well, I know. And the Kate's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> that was interesting, those two walking down the hall together. Oh, and then did you see the little comment between um, CT and Kate? CT says to Kate, are you starting to like me now? And she goes, yeah, I think I am. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, Kate moving in on CT now? (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. CT, killing the ladies. CT, the lady killer. And he's not a traitor. No. So if it ends up being Peter, we've got CT, Trishel. All right, I got my list here. So That's it. So you got the two traitors, Phaedra and Kate. And they can murder somebody. So do they just do the Trishel murder now? Do they do CT? Do they do John? Because I don't know why you murder from your own group at this point in the game. They're going to, Trishel, if if Peter goes, I think Trishel goes next. And then all that's left is Phaedra. Let me see. Phaedra, Kate, MJ, MJ, Sandra, Sheree, and CT, and and John. So two men and five ladies. I think it comes down to Phaedra, Kate, Sandra, MJ, Sheree, CT, and John. I think Trishel and Peter are gone. Sadly. Mm-hmm. And then. So then who gets banished next? So I think Phaedra finally goes. I think then Phaedra goes. And then murder. I don't know who Kate would murder. At that point, it's too late in the game. Kate cannot recruit. So Kate murders somebody. 
and it's down to there's four. So five, you're saying five people left. So so you think Phaedra gets banished. So then you got MJ, Sandra, Sheree, and CT. Kate could murder right. one of them. And John. And John. In this hypothetical. Um, so she's got five oh, options. Oh. Yeah, Trishel and Trishel, yeah, we said Trishel, Trishel got murdered yeah. already. Correct. So yeah, it comes down to CT, John, Sandra, MJ, and Sheree. And she probably gets rid of Sandra or John. Because she's I don't think I don't know how tight Sandra and Kate are. I bet she gets rid of Sandra thinking Sandra's good on Survivor and is going to figure her out. Well, I won't predict that far in advance because I don't know if we'll even get a murder. Well, if we'll get two murders in the next episode or what. We're gonna, you're going to so have just, to. There's only two episodes left. And even that leaves it with five be. people. Right. Um, well, yeah, I think... So, okay, so you think she will murder... Kate will murder Sandra and at the end yeah. of the next episode. Or Sandra, I guess, it, yeah. Sandra or John, like she's not going to murder. Mm-hmm. Oh, unless MJ is onto her. Yeah, MJ murder. could be. Yeah. I, I think Sandra's in a good spot. I don't think it's going to be Sandra. I think Sandra's going to get to the finale. I think it's going to so. be, I think it's either going to be John or MJ. Because mm-hmm. for some reason, they were showing some of this stuff where. Kate was looking suspicious and MJ called her out on it. There's a reason mm-hmm. they include that in the episode. Yeah, that's going to that come into play later. Mm-hmm, that's definitely going to come into play. All right. All right. Well, it's going to be a good next couple of weeks. We will be back here next week. Next Thursday. Yeah. Well, the episode doesn't come out till Friday, but we're going to tape on Thursday. And she is right. at Steph underscore or LaGrosa underscore Kendrick on Instagram. The Survivor legend. Uh, Thank you. Yes, Follow me course. there. I've got a lot of things on. going on. Um, I'm doing random lives with friends. Um, and under Good my friends. link. Great friends. Um, <laughs> always great friends. Under my link tree is everything I have going on. Different like brand um, ambassadorships and things like that. And anything in the future that I have going on, I will be updating there. So. And then follow you guys can follow me. Follow her on Instagram. You guys can follow me at Jack Vita Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Subscribe to the Jack Vita Show here on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcasts. Please hit that like button. Please subscribe. Leave us a comment. Leave us some questions for next week. Give us your predictions for next week. What do you guys think will happen? We'll be back mm-hmm. next week to break it all down. Until then, I'm Jack Vita alongside Stephanie LaGrosa Kendrick. Bring in the dance of lobsters. <laughs>